it's an interesting feeling to sit here and think about how I feel now. You know, it's hard to sit in a room with a bunch of people that I didn't know two years ago and feel more comfortable with them than I do in a room full of people who share my last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I think a lot of people can relate to you in that way. No, I bet. Like, I never thought... I just never thought life could be like this at all. You know? everything well let me ask you this when you thought about the life you desire is that in essence thinking that it's possible or are you saying what you saw as a life you desired this is even better than that so this you literally better. did not yeah, this envision is better. this is way better than what I had envisioned um and it has nothing to do with, it has everything to do with the healing that you've helped me with, you know? Because it, it really it really is just all internal. Are we fortunate? Yes. Are we in a blessed position? Absolutely. Always remember that. Um, but that's not what makes us happy as people, you know? It, what makes us happy is how we feed ourselves internally. And... I was forcing myself to drink the poison that I knew was bad, but because everyone around it was drinking, around me was drinking it, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. And I started getting really good at it, but here's the thing, without realizing why I was good or what, because I didn't care, I was like, I just need to get along in this world, you know? And now, now it's like all that is flipped on its head, and I'm literally learning everything again you know you don't have to be so aggressive you don't have to act on your assumptions it's actually okay to be thinking that as long as you can detach let it go and come back to the truth you know it's just i would have never thought i'd be in a relationship where the trust was there like it is here where I never thought I'd be in a relationship, like in a relationship where I was really dating my best friend. You know, like I always thought like if you were too, if you got along too well, the relationship kind of ruin it and you're better off friends or some shit. But I love being able to reach over and kiss you and hug you and touch you and hold your hand, run my fingers through your hair after a wonderful conversation on spirituality and healing. You know, I love the excitement of picking my baby up from the office after she's worked with a client so we can talk and do something just catch up what you do how to go oh my god we're helping people yay <laughs> like that's it's just amazing it's just amazing dude to share in the excitement mm-hmm. that that we're excited for each other we're excited that we get to be doing this um for people and that we get to share it as a couple, and uh, I'm really grateful for that level of enthusiasm that you have, and and the support, you know, and the upliftment I feel from you because it's genuine. We're like 
We're not trying to check something off the box because that's what a, a partner or whatever is supposed to do. You know, it's like we, this is how we are internally at our core. Like we are desiring to be cheerleaders for each other and, and we're learning how to be healthy cheerleaders for ourselves. You know, it's not this like, like I say, relationship versus, versus a relationship. There's reciprocity and, uh, mm-hmm. and a deep understanding of like the sacredness of this like connection. And we understand what it takes to nurture that and honor it and cultivate it and continue to build upon good soil, you know? so that we could bear good fruit and our efforts you see our efforts you know I see your personal efforts I think you see mine and then together as a team like how we are creating our life very intentional what I love what I love about where I'm at now is how easily I feel you know Mm, yeah like how like all that, that blockage you mean you had around feelings? Yeah. You know, I used to I used to walk away from my feelings. I used to see it, you know, a puppy being saved. I used to smile and I used to keep myself from getting too excited. You know. And I think about how much tension I was walking around with in my face, in my mouth, my jaw, my neck, my shoulders, my back. Mm-hmm. And how much tension it takes to maintain being hard. Mm-hmm. It's like that song uh, from A Star Is Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. You know. Yeah. It's like, isn't isn't it hard being so hardcore? Yeah, isn't hard being so hardcore? And one of the things I remember, one of the things that gets me, is. Those moments like yesterday, where the like shit just comes up, like this part of me that's so used to, you know, creating problems. Well, looking out for myself. It's like that part of me that was so used to keeping me safe and make sure no one got one up on me, and that I was ahead of the game and blah 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 hoo hoo and blah, you know. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when there's nothing to do that for or with. Or something. It's like... It's almost like he'll create something. Mm-hmm. Something that's not even there. Oh. To, to irritate you and agitate you. And then... You do some inner dialogue stuff with it. I kind of detach. I kind of go into that space where where I went when I was, you know, I was going through anything as a child. Like, when I was abandoned, when I was getting abused, when I was getting molested. Where I kind of step back. I detach from the human experience. And So, like, in social settings or whatever... That's that thing that I see or feel. I can feel like you're there, but you're not there. Yeah, the wall goes up and my mind is somewhere else. You can even see it on your face. You know that, that what you described a little while ago? Part of it shows up. 
and the looks that people give me when they notice get read as they they're caught they're looking at me like that with wide eyes and this confused look on their face because now I'm on to them and they know it no what they're doing mm-hmm. I feel at least from from my perception is what's up what's going on with mm-hmm. him what's what's going on because just a moment ago he seemed so relaxed and was laughing and, and was engaged and, and now, now he's it's... not so what's going on mm-hmm. so the look that they're giving you is like what's up and you're thinking they're looking at you thinking how am I gonna get one up on this guy or whatever it is I guess that the it is thinking at the time yeah sometimes we call his ego it the it But I love you. I know you love me. Mm-hmm. I know you're all about this relationship too. Mm-hmm. And we've had enough talks for me to feel comfortable coming to you with these things because if there used to be a time where I thought admitting these things to you was admitting my weakness. And no matter how many times I told you, even from the beginning, mm-hmm. that's never how I would see it. And I would mm-hmm. see it as total courage and strength and bra- bravery. Even though I was saying that to you, it was like, you couldn't believe what I was saying. You were still believing what you believed. Yep. And now you know what? Now I know that it's healthier for me to, to come with you with these things. You've made me feel so good for doing that. That... Sometimes I feel like I've shared too much. Why should I? And no, it's never too much. Baby wants to know everything. I want to know. Think about how many questions I ask. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I want to know everything because then mm-hmm. it helps me understand better. Mm-hmm. And I've and it was tricky for me at the beginning because of the relationships I was picking. I was picking women that didn't want to ask questions or weren't curious or would get mad when I would want to understand them. What do you mean? So I could do it right for you? Blah blah blah. blah. And so I got used to operating on a minimalist basis, like, just go with what you know, try to figure it out. Like, when you would tell me, why, why didn't you just get clarification? I'm just trying to figure it out on my own. Yeah, and I'm you like, don't have to. Just yeah, ask me. That so creates more confusion. Mm-hmm. Why, why stay in this state of confusion and try to figure something out, else out when the person that you, has some information is sitting right in front of you? Exactly. Or, you know, maybe it's something that we need to figure out together, but two clear heads are better than one. And I say clear on purpose. <laughs> Two hot heads are not always better <laughs> than one hot head. <laughs> That's funny. You know, but at the beginning, you mentioned, you know, what you were describing and this metamorphosis that you've been going through is the, the rewriting... <coughs> The rewriting of oneself through the healing of one's past story so that they could create a new, healthier one is in itself like a metaphor, a definition for rebirth and being reborn because you're you're being redesigned. And so it's a new breath. It's a new way of seeing, a new way of hearing. It's like experiencing the world. It's a new way of world. being. Yes, it's a new way of being. being. It's mm-hmm. a place where that freeze, what is it, fight, flight or freeze? Yes, would, versus... Uh, it uh, you get you got to decide Peace. in there too, cause now, cause now, it was a tricky part. 
You're in an environment where all the things you got used to not doing are okay to do. You know? So there's so a little now discomfort. Still, well, so now you're still arguing with yourself just in a different way. You know, so now it's, it's like the same struggle from the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, until you get there. Until you get to the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I feel like that is the middle. Mm. I feel like, like half the battle is fighting from the dark side, resisting good. Resisting good. You know, okay. and then mm-hmm. as you heal trauma and yeah. past life stuff, you eventually get to where I'm at what I'm calling the halfway point where now you're fighting from the light side and you're like, hey, how much more of this darkness we got? This light stuff's pretty good. Like, let's, get it, let's get it done already. Yeah. And, and then you get to a point where I think you are where you, you've pretty much gone through and healed everything as far as what, it, what you went through in your life and ancestral traumas and generational traumas and things like that. And it's really more about just maintaining the light. Yes. Keeping the darkness at bay with not really cleaning it out, you know? Yeah. Because and I'm not there yet. Gotcha. I've just recently switched over and been like, oh, okay, I, I see the light and finally understand it. Now I can more efficiently clean out my darkness and get there. Right. Like now you're not afraid of the light. Like before there was this piece of you that still felt like undeserving yeah, of it or separate from resistant. it. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're like, I am the light. I am the light. <laughs> You are, but, but at the same time, we have the two sides. And like you said, the stronger we are in our light side, the more able and capable we are of um, not succumbing to our dark side. Because it's there. Mm-hmm. It's there. But when you have a healthy relationship with it, and then you have a real strong relationship with your spirit self, your soul self, your divine self, um, it makes it easier to play the game of life with the ego. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing right now, is just building up my divine self. Not finding him anymore. Thank you. I'm building him now. Yeah. Hell yes. Restoring him, there you go. Mm. Restoring him. Nice. It's like a house. Yeah. And you take it and then you just like restore. Mm, nice. I like that a lot. You got to build a good house, for sure. I'm proud of you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here and for showing up and being committed to the process. Super dope.